0: Hello, 同行家讀,歡迎收聽Look Back Sunday。在這個節目中,John老師會匯整過去不同國家與主題的熱門跟讀文章,讓您可以在15分鐘內吸收最精華的世界時事趨聞。Let's get right to it. Ukrainian military long on morale, but short on weaponry. When Russia annexed Ukraine's Crimean Peninsula and threw its support behind separatists in the country's east more than seven years ago, Kiev's underfunded and disorganized armed forces struggled to mount a credible response. Now amid fears that a Russian troop buildup near Ukraine's border could signal a possible attack, military experts say Moscow would face stronger resistance this time but they emphasize that Ukraine would be well short of what it needs to counter Russia's overwhelming superiority. Years of fighting the separatists have given Ukrainian veterans like Colonel Vyacheslav Vlasenko the battlefield experience for such a fight. We Ukrainians are defending our land and there is no place for us to retreat, said Vlasenko. Years of fighting the separatists have given Ukrainian veterans like Colonel Vyacheslav Vlasenko the battlefield experience for such a fight. We Ukrainians are defending our land and there is no place for us to retreat, said Vlasenko. Next article Russia, US square off at UN over Ukraine crisis. Russia and the United States face off Monday at the UN Security Council over Moscow's troop buildup on the Ukrainian border as Western nations intensify their high-stakes diplomatic push to avert open conflict in Europe. With tensions soaring, the United States has declared itself ready to push back against any disinformation Moscow put forward in what is expected to be one of the most closely watched United Nations sessions in years. The US-requested council meeting at 1600 GMT comes as fears grow of an imminent incursion into Ukraine despite Kremlin denials. Russia was expected to try to block the 15-member council from holding the meeting at all with its envoy to the U.N. on Monday calling it part of a U.S. bid to whip up hysteria over Ukraine. Next article. Enemy at the Gates. The background to the Ukraine crisis. At the core of the Ukraine crisis is a puzzle. Why would Russian President Vladimir Putin push Europe to the brink of war to demand the West not to do something that it has no plan to do anyway. Russia says NATO, the American-led alliance that has on its hands the biggest European crisis in decades, must never offer membership to Ukraine, which gained independence as the Soviet Union broke apart about 30 years ago. Ukraine has long aspired to join NATO, But the alliance is not about to offer an invitation due in part to Ukraine's official corruption, shortcomings in its defense establishment and lack of control over its international borders. Putin's demands go beyond the question of Ukraine's association with NATO. But that link is central to his complaint that the West has pushed him to the limits of his patience by edging closer to Russian borders. He asserts that NATO expansion years ago has enhanced its security at the expense of Russia's. Why is Putin worried about Ukraine joining NATO? The stated reason is that a further eastward expansion of NATO would pose a security threat to Russia. Washington and its allies deny this is a valid worry since no NATO country is threatening to use force against Russia. More broadly, Putin wants NATO to pull back its existing military presence in Eastern Europe, which includes a regularly rotating series of exercises in Lithuania, Latvia and Estonia, all former Soviet states. Putin also opposes NATO's missile defence presence in Romania, a former Soviet satellite state, and a similar base under development in Poland, saying they could be converted to offensive weapons capable of threatening Russia. Ukraine has deep historical and cultural ties to Russia, and Putin has repeatedly asserted that Russians and Ukrainians are one people. He has said that large chunks of Ukrainian territory are historical parts of Russia that were arbitrarily granted to Ukraine by communist leaders under the Soviet Union. Putin's own actions, however, have served to strengthen Ukrainians' sense of national identity. After Russia seized the Crimean Peninsula and instigated a rebellion in eastern Ukraine in 2014, Ukraine's desire to align itself with the West and join NATO only grew. Next article. In Europe, doors shut to Mideast migrants are flung open for Ukrainians. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has pushed tens of thousands of people out of their homes and fleeing across borders to escape violence. But unlike the refugees who have flooded Europe in crises over the past decade, they are being welcomed. Countries that have for years resisted taking in refugees from wars in Syria Iraq, and Afghanistan are now opening their doors to Ukrainians as Russian forces carry out a nationwide military assault. More than 2.4 million refugees have left Ukraine, according to United Nations estimates. And at least half of them have crowded onto trains, jammed highways, or walked to get across their country's borders in what officials warn could become the world's next refugee crisis. UN and US officials described their concerted diplomatic push for Ukraine's neighbours and other European nations to respond to the outpour of the need. President Joe Biden is certainly prepared to accept refugees from Ukraine. Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, said Thursday, but she noted that the majority of them would probably choose to remain in Europe so they could more easily return home once the fighting ended. That means thousands will end up in countries led by nationalist governments that in past crises have been reluctant to welcome refugees or even block them. In Poland, government officials assisted by American soldiers and diplomats have set up processing centers for Ukrainians. The Polish government is spending hundreds of millions of dollars on a border wall, a project it began after refugees and migrants from the Middle East tried to reach the country last year but ended up marooned in neighbouring Belarus. The military in Hungary is allowing in Ukrainians through sections of the border that had been closed. Hungary's hardline Prime Minister Viktor Orban has previously called refugees a threat to his country and his government has been accused of caging and starving them. Father West, Austrian Chancellor Karl Nehammer, said that, of course, we will take in refugees, if necessary, in light of the crisis in Ukraine. As recently as last fall, when he was serving as interior minister, Nehammer sought to block some Afghans seeking refuge after the Taliban overthrew the government in Kabul. Good job, and thanks for tuning in. Shansaulting gun to Catch you in the next one.